0: You are listening to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. Join us as we explore the key issues and emerging trends affecting the global health and nutrition industry, helping businesses make informed decisions and drive change.
1: Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. I'm Charlotte Bastianza, so joined today by Claire Panchu, who is EMEA Commercial Director at Evolver, and Johannes Hurl, who is Senior Technical Manager at Evolver. Claire and Johannes, welcome.
2: Thank you. Good morning. Thank you.
1: Hello. Um, we're chatting today about innovation in a changing marketplace. And I think one of the, the areas that we're really going to focus on today is the dietary supplement market. Um, so, Claire, how are you seeing the market change? What are some of the ways that you are experiencing innovation?
0: Well, I think consumers seem to be seeking more information about the brands that they engage with and the products that they consume these days. Um, and I think, too, you know, there are a number of important trends, and consumers are looking for brands and products that kind of meet these trends. Um, some of them are traceability and transparency in terms of actually you know where products come from, how the individual ingredients are sourced, um, and so I think any information that uh, a, a product manufacturer is able to provide on the on the uh, the product label about where the, the products come from, where the individual ingredients come from, um, I think is really seen as a, as a positive by consumers. Um, and certainly one of the ways that we're um, helping with that is, is um, going into co-branding agreements um, and enabling uh, the, our customers, some of the vitamin and mineral manufacturers to be able to use our um, Verite, Resveratrol logo on, on their products. So consumers then can really understand you know, all the individual ingredients and where they've been uh, sourced. Um, another trend that we're seeing a lot about um, at the moment is, is sustainability. Um, and another one is quality. Um, and uh, I think it's certainly quality, um, environmental contaminants, the sort of natural processes, natural um, products. Uh, high purity indicating good efficiency or efficacy of, of a product, I think, are very important. And um, and this is something that um, you know we're seeing a, a move away from from some of the um, the, the the previous sources of resveratrol, um, which might be sort of an environmental sources, um, environment sources or natural sources that contain environmental contaminants, or sometimes synthetically produced ingredients. Um, and uh, you know by producing resveratrol through uh, the natural process of fermentation, we're sort of able to provide manufacturers and so consumers with products that are very high in purity, um, have no environmental contaminants and no harsh um, um, solvents that are sometimes found in synthetic uh, processes. So I think there are a number of key trends um, that, you know, and certain consumers are really seeking a lot more um, clear information about where the products come from and where the individual ingredients are sourced.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Claire, you spoke a little bit about um, consumers looking for sustainability, quality, good efficacy in, in their products. Um, in such a flooded marketplace, um, you know, suppliers really need to innovate to deliver differentiated solutions. Evolve um, as an ingredient supplier. What sort of things are you guys doing to innovate and meet those consumer demands?
0: Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. We're, we're certainly um, you know, looking to work with um, the our customers, the manufacturers to find ways that they can differentiate their products in, as you say, a very crowded market, a very competitive market. Um, one of the the the, uh, the ways that we're doing that is is helping manufacturers to um, formulate with resveratrol in a much broader range of applications. Um, and I think certainly seem to be strong focuses from the consumers on product formats like convenience on the go, um, things like gel sachets, wellness shops, um, but also um, other kind of powder products that they can add into drinks, ready-to-mix powders, sticks, um, and actually even things like um, we've got customers at the moment putting our um, products into salad dressings and and uh, and coffee shops as well. So, um, you know, certainly oh, wow. yeah. this sort of demand, you know, and, and obviously these are, are really important ways of sort of differentiating products for, for um, uh, manufacturers. And so, um, as a company, we're also looking at ways that we can um, develop new delivery technologies so that resveratrol can be used across a much broader range of uh, delivery applications. Um, and, uh, you know, things like our Verisperse, we have a cold water dispersible product um, and also in development, we have a water-soluble product to, to really open wide the, the kind of range of applications um, that uh, manufacturers can can use. Um, the other way I, I think that we're we're um, helping our customers to differentiate products is is really on the scientifically, you know, backing um, part of the the products. I think um, consumers, especially baby boomers. Um, are very keen to understand the science behind the product you know, so that they can make an informed buying decision. Um, and that's something that I think here at Evolver um, we really um, are committed to is to collaborating and supporting the clinical research into resveratrol, which then can help our um, customers, the product manufacturers, you know, to look at um, ways of making health claims and to you know, sort of target the right indication for, for our, our products. Um, you know, in some of the key areas for for consumers, um, in terms of areas of concern like cognitive health, bone health, menopause, and, and gut health. And, um, and actually, I'd like to um, bring in Johannes here just be, um, to be able to explain a little bit more about some of the clinical studies that we've been uh, recently collaborating with on on Resveratrol.
2: Yeah, yeah, please, Johannes. Okay, fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you very much for this. Let's say link from the technology to the science. Um, uh, yes, I would like to emphasize the treasure trove, which is in principle already there, generated from many many clinical trials. As you know, 170, a little bit more than 170 clinical trials, have been published. That means resveratrol has been characterized over the last 10 years pretty well, and we have more than 11,000 studies characterizing resveratrol in preclinical studies um, done in vitro or in animals. So, but we now build up on this knowledge and generate of course further insights so at evolva we are willing to support the front edge um, in in science of around residual so we have currently running 10 studies and i would like to emphasize the the impact or the motivation for us for for two studies which are most important for us so one study is um, conducted at newcastle university in australia and uh, this is a very nice story. So Australia University um, uh, was motivated to do this because the Australian government realized the need of getting more insights in preventive health research. That means they generated a fund and then uh, selected certain active ingredients. And lucky us, resveratrol was selected as one of these promising ingredients, which um, uh, presented already in the past Many beneficial effects and now gets investigated in a very very big um, uh, study so I would like to explain a little bit more about about this study called reshore it is about supporting healthy aging in women with resveratrol the so 140 postmenopausal women um, are the participants and resveratrol gets applied over 24 months so that's that's such a huge study, it was never done like in, in such a complexity, which is very good because then we can also understand and investigate long-term effects. Um, and within this study, we are looking on uh, cognitive performance, we are looking into the body composition, the cerebrovascular function, the cardiovascular health, so it's it's covering the area which is important for healthy aging, I would say so. The second study which I would like to emphasize is carried out in UK at Northumbria University. And there we collaborate with a group which is also very experienced working with research role as they did it now uh, since 10 years. And here we are looking to this gut-brain axis. And this is really interesting and people and consumers, we in principle, we realize more and more that the gut influences the overall healthiness of, of people, um, as everybody knows, there are more than 10 trillion microbial cells in the gut and they are really involved in, in uh, the metabolism. they are generating vitamins, they are producing hormones, so it's not just a, a black box where uh, the gastrointestinal tract is, is, let's say, making the food um, and, and um, uh, digesting the food and, and generating the energy, it is really a complex organ which influences the overall health of us humans. So by influencing this microbiota in the gut, we can change the overall health of us. And resveratrol was um, uh, characterized to be a kind of prebiotic active ingredient, meaning it changes the bacterial population. It has been investigated that bacteria which are known to be not really good for us are inhibited in their growth. And other bacteria which support healthiness um, are even stimulated in their growth. So and now, to put this um, gut microbiome into into relation to brain health is the challenge of this study. Um, uh, so that means because we have nowadays these sequencing technologies we do deep sequencing meaning we really count and characterize the single bacterias And then we also do metabolomics, meaning we investigate the single um, um, metabolites which are maybe enhanced under certain intervention, like, for example, if Resveratrol has been applied or even inhibited, um, uh, meaning the amount of a certain metabolite is is decreased. So to put this into Conjunction is is really really interesting because then we can draw rules and say the diet at this kind of term if you have these kind of polyphenols um, Or especially now resveratrol will influence the gut microbiota in such a way which then triggers um, uh, We will see this very soon the um, performance of cognition Um, So this is really really exciting as as the cognition then obviously Plays a matter not only for concentration and memory; it is also the, the mood, you know, it's the vitality. So it influences a lot of, let's say, um, also functional things which which are important for us as a as a healthy as healthy people.
1: Johannes, thanks. That's really interesting to hear about those clinical trials and and really interesting um, findings that you've gathered. Uh, we've spoken a little bit about clinical trials, and we know now how important it is to scientists, especially to gather data that is you know, later interpreted through product development. But how important are these clinical trials for, on these ingredients for, for manufacturers and consumers? What level of understanding do you think they have, and how valuable are clinical trials to them?
2: Well, thanks for this question. And I think this is a very important um, fact. So, if you go, for example, to a trade show like the SSE currently ongoing in New Jersey in the States, or if you visit Vita Food in Geneva, you will see immediately all the um, uh, stands present innovative science baked solutions are are the core of of this whole business. That means you will have hard times to sell an ingredient or to commercialize an ingredient without doing any science. I think this is. Coming from uh, the fact that end consumers are getting more and more aware that um, uh, diet and certain ingredients are responsible for 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 a healthy um, uh, let's say life. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and then especially for new product developments, I think it is essential. And probably it's not only me who thinks this. I see this from uh, from customer visits. Um, it is essential to have. Something new. It is essential to talk some talk about something new. That means clinical studies, which deliver new insights in certain niches, are then stimulating new product developments. This is exactly what we can see. And and Claire already mentioned this. Um, uh, it is also about um, differentiating products from others like for example if you now include special technologies which then improve the bioavailability but also the dispersibility or solubility so on one side it is a health claim which is looking to a certain uh, function or efficacy of the ingredient by itself on the body on the other side it's also important to test new technology systems what we do for example also and generated with this very sparse technology. So I think this whole body of, of performing science and staying at the front edge of what is possible and being really involved in this process is very, very important.
1: Yeah, great, Johannes. And um, something I wanted to know is, you know, beyond things like intelligence, clinical trials, new delivery technology and things like that, that um, what else are manufacturers looking for from their raw ingredient suppliers?
0: Um, Well, we're certainly seeing, I mean, the the sort of key core um, requirements really are are batch consistency and stock reliability. Um, That's something which now wanting to, you know, find ways of of guaranteeing that when they, um, you know, make a decision to put an ingredient into a new product, that actually, you know, every single time they order that same ingredient, that there's going to be a good stock availability, and also the batches are going to be very consistent. And so that's something we're seeing becoming more and more important. Um, And, you know, again, the the benefit of um, producing resveratrol through fermentation is that we do have a very high batch consistency, and we can, there's pretty much an unlimited um, quantity of stock that we can um, be producing. So, uh, you know, there's always a good availability there. So there, I think those are sort of very basic things, but but what we're seeing now more of is, you know, customers looking for, uh, I guess, a more of a fuller service support rather than just you know, blindly buying an ingredient as a commodity. They're, they're liking the idea of buying an ingredient from a company, from a company that is collaborating on science, is guaranteeing the quality, and also is then able to help with the whole product development process as sort of an end to end service. Um, and so, you know, some of the things that uh, we, we've been uh, developing, you know, to help manufacturers with this is things like a, a concept system. And so we're sort of suggesting product categories based on where we're seeing new product development and where consumers seem to have real health concerns, you know, where we can show good clinical evidence of a benefit. And so suggesting, you know, things like a bone health category or a sport nutrition category, uh, uh, you know, healthy skin category, and, and looking at um, the way that resveratrol could be used in a new product in those categories, and then suggesting um, a, a combination, maybe looking at other ingredients where there are some complementary benefits and science available and maybe also some health claims as well. And then even taking it to the, to the point of actually suggesting some dosages and also applications too. So sort of giving them a really ready-to-go um, concept for product development with, with resveratrol. And I, and I think that's something that we um, are very proud of here at Evolver, you know, as a team, that we're sort of able to offer this sort of full support from product concept to um, competitive commercial terms, to um, advice on applications, on the technical side um, for health claims, on regulatory approvals, um, and also the co branding opportunities. And so I think that, you know, that sort of holding hands together um, on new product development is, is definitely something which, um, you know, and that's an area, where new product development is an area that Evolver as a company, seem, we seem to be very successful at encouraging with Resveratrol. And so uh, I think, you know, that, that's certainly something which companies are looking for.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, Claire. I think manufacturers are very much looking for a one-stop shop and um, and everyone's taking more to the collaborative approach. And um, you mentioned um, assisting manufacturers with selecting categories where you see new product development. So, which sort of sectors or which categories are you seeing quite a lot of new product development at the moment?
0: Yeah, well, there's a number. I think um, that the beauty from within category um, has really been around now, you know, over the last couple of years, but actually seems no, you know, to be showing no signs of slowing down. And we're certainly getting um, a lot of products developed within this beauty from within, um, and sometimes even from cosmetic and personal care companies that are also then looking to develop a, a dietary supplement product to go alongside their product range. Um, Sports nutrition, again, is a very big one, and I think this is across, you know, across the industry. Sports nutrition is a sort of market category which the new product development seems to be growing faster than many other sectors, and, and sales as well um, from consumers seems to, um, you know, be, uh, be increasing um, year on year in that area. Um, cognitive health, so mental performance, whether that's kind of focus and concentration, Um, aimed products or whether it's memory, um, which is a very big concern, particularly the baby boomer population, I think that's overtaken now, heart health is the key concern for for the uh, baby boomer boomer population, Um, so that's another one we're seeing significant new product development. Uh, that are really just beginning um, things like eye health, uh, blood glucose control, and also gut health, which I think really is now at the cutting edge of you know the science, the, the studies with resveratrol, and now you know consumers are beginning to understand that they can take supplements which can help um, you know help them achieve a, a, a gut which um, which you know gives them a better health. Um, and also their eye health as well, and, um, and also helping them to manage uh, blood glucose um, over, you know, over the aging process too. Um, and uh, you know, I, I know that um, you know, this is something that Johannes has been seeing as well with, um, you know, with some of the clinical studies as well. So this seems to be coming both ways that we're seeing a lot of clinical studies in these areas, as well as also obviously a strong con- consumer concern and a strong new product development in these.
1: Thanks, Claire, that's great. And your flagship ingredient is obviously resveratrol. Where do you see um, this ingredient? You know, how do you see that penetrating each of those different markets?
0: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let Johannes answer this because I think, you know, here, the sort of mechanisms of action of resveratrol, um, you know, are, are very well studied and, um, and certainly provide benefits in, in these areas with some, you know, current and, and very cutting edge clinical studies.
2: Yes, maybe I can just announce some examples. So we talked about beauty from within. Um, If I think about how many clinical trials with Resultral have been published in this area. As Claire mentioned, it's really a new topic, meaning there are not too many, but uh, some which are clearly presenting this efficacy. So beauty from within, I would say the selective antibacterial activity definitely is a very important function. Um, skin irritation, which is mainly caused by a kind of chronic inflammation, which also then causes, can cause acne vulgaris. So we have clinical trials, which look specifically into this. Um, That means Resveratrol, for example, improved hydration, Resveratrol has presented to improve the skin elasticity, um, reduce the wrinkles. And also interestingly, the skin pigmentation, and this is very interesting for for asian countries more than for european countries meaning resveratrol inhibits an enzyme called tyrosinase and by this pigments are not getting produced as as much anymore and therefore it is a kind of whitening effect um so this is just beauty from within where we see more and more clinical trials are raising for nutrition i would say definitely is a hype where we see a lot of products developing If you look to databases, sports nutrition is is that most growing category in the dietary supplement markets, and obviously resveratrol has also been tested on how it influences sports nutrition or the the physical function of of people. And in fact, resveratrol has been characterized to support sports nutrition because of its its function which can also be used in other <clears throat> health indications the function which I would like to emphasize here is the mitochondrial biogenesis so that means resveratrol stimulates SIRT1 which is by itself a very famous enzyme and this SIRT1 then um, uh, triggers the, the biosynthesis of mitochondria and as, as you know mitochondria are the let's say so called energy factories of our cells. Um, and they unfortunately degrade by aging. And then uh, maybe this is even one reason why older people tend to be less weak and then might even get sarcopenia. So there are studies which look into this specifically and in fact present resveratrol treatment then um, uh, stimulate the mitochondrial biogenesis. Um, uh, this is just one area. Another area in the sports nutrition also um, uh, recovered that it um, uh, is good to increase the endurance um, and also is good for recovery so the sports nutrition field has some uh, let's say demands which can truly be answered by by resveratrol. and as you can see very often they go hand-in-hand hand with each other these different health indications so let's briefly touch the, the point mental performance we already talked about the mitochondrial biogenesis um, and we talked mitochondria are responsible to generate energy so of course without energy we don't have any good mental performance that means we also can put resertrol in the air of mental performance and there next to this stimulating effect on generating energy we also see resertrol as a very potent vasoactive molecule and vasoactive means Um, you will increase the blood flow you have a dilation of your vessels that means more glucose can circulate through your system more metabolites can uh, glucose uh, can uh, can circulate through your system um, if they are the bad ones or the good ones and and also of course oxygen reaches faster the edges in your brain we know resveratrol is passing the blood brain barrier that means we see this vasoactive um, effect of resultrol in the brain and then researchers start to put this vasoactive function into correlation with cognitive performance meaning participants then um, uh, do some exercises like they need to um, uh, keep in mind certain words so you have a memory effect and you have certain outcome which is called the cerebrovascular responsiveness. And that's just a kind of number which tells at the very end you if, if it is increased the cognitive performance or if it is even reduced. And we see the clear fact that Resveratrol stimulates the blood flow and in fact it stimulates the cognitive performance. Eye health is something again related to this area in the eye you need to have a good blood flow and without having or without having an impaired blood flow it can happen you that you have at certain areas um, a low oxygen level and this of course then uh, yeah causes, for example this, this so-called um, age-related macular degeneration that means you 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 will lose your your function of your eye and actually this age-related cataracts are responsible for for more than 50% of global blindness. And and this is also caused by impaired blood flow and the subsequent ischemic changes. Um, On the other side, we we know Resveratrol also opens the doors of cells to intake glucose. That means it reduces blood glucose. But on the other side, it also increases the sensitivity of insulin, which leads both to the overall reduction of blood glucose, if a person has this in a kind of um, unbalanced situation, either by having diabetes or even if it's just a pre-diabetes station, and of course having too much glucose in your blood then can also um, uh, cause blindness. Um, but um, is is under this umbrella of metabolic syndrome responsible for many many other things like obesity, cardiovascular diseases, so blood blood glucose is definitely also an area where we see a lot of products getting developed. Even when it was already um, researched and and investigated very good a few years ago, maybe it was even the beginning of resveratrol um, investigations, but we still see steadily new product developments um, in this health indication blood glucose. Then the last one which I would like to emphasize is the gut health. We already spoke about this when I introduced our um, uh, collaboration with the University of Northumbria. Gut health is influencing many, many different things. And because of this, and because of the awareness consumers um, uh, generated that gut health is important, also the manufacturers and the, the product developers are aware of this need. So we see clinical studies in this direction um, uh, getting more and more interesting for for people involved in this in this area.
1: Um, Johanna, it's great to hear about the depth of research that you've done into these categories, and you know certainly these categories that are seeing forward change. Uh, I think it's also really interesting to see how demands have changed, like memory health overtaking heart health, as you mentioned, Claire. Um, it will be really good to keep an eye on these these marketplaces in the coming years and see what new ingredients and products emerge. Um, Claire Johannes, thank you so much for your overview on where you see innovation and new product development happening in in the health and nutrition market. Uh, really great to hear your insights into where you see categories developing and you know these new trends that are being t- um, driven by manufacturers and consumers. Really looking forward to connecting with you both at Vita Foods Europe. What are you going to be discussing with the visitors who come to your booth?
0: Yeah, well, we're we're certainly looking forward to Vita Foods. It's always a really interesting and exciting show um, for us, and and uh, um, this year will be. Um, showcasing Varisverse, which is our cold water delivery system, and sampling a ready-to-mix powder um, for beverages um, using this system as well, and discussing also some of the, the things about like the bioavailability study, which we're conducting currently on that product, too, Um, We also have our, which we've had, I think, for the last three years now, our um, chocolates, which are always very popular um, and seem to fly off the tasting bar, our chocolate with resveratrol. Um, But we also have the the lemon powder sticks as well, which sort of really meet this on-the-go convenience format of sort of dissolving in the mouth Mm -hmm. um, and uh, sort of other samples um, for, for Customers to uh, to try. We'll have the sales team there, um, including myself, um, b- b- who will be able to discuss product concepts with people, um, some of the new trends that we're seeing, and, and how you know our customers could achieve a product differentiation using Verite Resveratrol as well. Um, and also Johannes here will will also be present at the show, and we'll be able to sort sh- you know share further results from the clinical studies and, and uh, delve deeper into any science-related questions as well. So we're, we're really looking forward to uh, Vitus's.